shine for you dwells between the cherubim 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 Thank you, my Father. For in Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord, somebody. You know, the Spirit is one. As I was assessing this week, just gauging direction, you know, we have our program, convention coming up in September. Uh, I was just gauging things. Um, what was coming to me was the same thing, understanding. Amen. Because our blessings, God, the Lord is preparing blessings for this season for us. And to access any blessing, you need understanding. It's not, you know, it's not, it's not something that is difficult to understand, really. Because think about it. Why we go to school, right, is to access understanding so that we can access the blessing of the school, of the profession. For example, nursing. You have to go and study nursing. Some people study and they don't make it, not so they drop out, right? What's the difference, right? They were gaining the same knowledge that somebody else was receiving, but somebody understood it and was able to pass and advance. The other person was not able to understand and advance. Are you saying the same knowledge? You see, the same knowledge was spoken to two people, but one may not, may not were not able to advance because of lack of understanding of the content, the course material. Am I communicating? Uh, on the other side. So it means that, so nothing is one example. Being a doctor is another example. So everybody knows the blessing of being a doctor, you know, financially to the flesh, in the body. And it's a very high profession that people want to look after. But what is the price? Understanding. That's the price. That's the key to access. The blessing is out there. Anybody can go and do it. But really, not everybody ends up doing it. Why? Because you say, oh, after I wear it, it's not for me. In that kind of thing, it's because maybe we've, we've checked it out that the, the, necessary, the necessary labor I need to put in to receive the understanding of it, I'm not ready, I don't have the capacity, I don't have the resources to commit that to that. Amen. So in life generally, amen, understanding is key. Is the key. Amen. Is what brings key to what? To accessing blessing. Who is Christ? And who is Christ? In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. This is a content. He's like a cost content as well. Amen? He's also a content as well. Amen? He's a knowledge. Christ is the knowledge of God. Amen? He's a knowledge. That we need to learn, but two people can be learning it. <laughs> Amen. But for one, it's not mixed with faith. Well, how does faith come? By hearing, not so. So for one, they were not really hearing. Do you get me? And sometimes the challenge of hearing is two things. It takes two things to hear. One thing to hear takes your commitment to hearing. That's hunger and test for it. Then the second thing to hear takes God giving you the key, which is understand the spirit of wisdom and understanding. 
Am I communicating? And the Bible says, can two work together except they agree? Let me tell you how it works. If God sees that, for example, Fulakemi is hungry and thirsty for my knowledge, then as a partnership, what would he do? Once he sees the, the approach, the hunger, then he will give you the key. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amen? Because your approach is not enough, but your approach is what unlocks God's heart to give you the key. Mm-hmm. Am I communicating? So it will take those two to agree. So what is your part? Your part is to come with the hunger, come to hear. God's part is to give, to bless with the understanding. Am I communicating? But then there's one more thing for accessing of understanding. There must be prayers that go before understanding comes. Am I communicating? Now it could be prayer of your, of the maybe I'm just got someone like who is your father in the Lord. Or your head in the ministry, like Paul was praying for the Ephesian church. It could be that prayer, or it could be an individual prayer, like Hagin prayed for himself for six months. Amen. One way or another, somebody must pray. Yes. <laughs> Amen. For you to get what? Understanding. Before Paul, before Paul came, before Paul came, Jesus was the one doing the prayer. John chapter 14. We read it before. John chapter 14, the same thing. He says, and I will pray the Father. And he will give you the spirit of truth. not talking about the deposit when you go upon again. Spirit of truth. The one who will come and teach you all truths. So it's the same method. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. So whether someone prays for you, or you pray for yourself, or we pray as a congregation. But what are we praying for? Understanding in this season. The key to begin to access God's blessings. Christ's blessings. That he has prepared for us in this season. He's there. He's waiting. Amen. I've seen in the past some people miss blessings as a result of maybe because of lack of understanding. I've seen it happen. And then, then you know, what happens, and it's not, it's, it's not out of any, it's not their fault per se. What happens is that they now say, I mean, that thing, yeah, the thing is just dry. It's not working. You know that kind of thing. It's because really, it's not that the thing is dry. It's because there's no understanding. Am I complicated? <laughs> it's because of there's no understanding. That's where the problem is. So we need to pray for understanding. In this season, you will see that these prayers, all these prayers that you are praying right now, and I'm going to ind- you indulge me another 20 minutes. So we're going to pray. Uh, am I permitted? Wow, he's now. <laughs> Amen. Uh, can I stretch you just a little bit further? Praise God. We're going to pray for understanding because this will bless you in the days months weeks to come as scripture has been opened even you individually you will start seeing things to begin to open that were not opening before and you're like is this the same bible i've been reading i find me as i've happened to me so many times i said but i read the scripture before this is the way i understood it so i just messed it up i made mince meat of this bible it's when understanding comes it changes everything so it must come. And understanding, the only thing about understanding, understanding also comes in degrees. They will give you the key, and then you have to be using the key. And you'll be growing in understanding. Because the Bible says, by wisdom, and house is built. How is it established? So without understanding, it's not established. What establishes Christ in you is understanding. That Christ be formed in you is understanding. 
that establishes this thing that we are doing, this labor, that we labor to travel, to preach, to teach, and to teach. And as you also read Bible study, and so listen to messages. What makes the difference? What make the difference in your life is what is that you have understanding. You have the spirit of understanding. And we are trusting God in this season. Those eyes, God understanding, begin to fall on each and every one of us. And many, many believers sense out there. Even as we move towards convention, the understanding sense the church will begin to see. Believers will begin to see. More than before, in the name of Jesus. Understanding will rest upon us. In the name of Jesus, eyes of understanding upon every soul right now under the sound of my voice. And we will bless the church. Bless your people. Extend it to the saints out there, even in this city of Edmonton. Ambelike Brediosi, Embrelike Zeveliada, Embrelike Zeveliedo, Embrelike Zeveliada, Embrelike Zivelike 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 Zavali, 
Liga, Vede Liga, Vede Liga, Zavalica, Lavalica, Zavalagalia, Embrequelica, Zatalia, Echefelia, Zifelia, Embrequelica, Zifalavalia, Zifelia, 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 Ele é a Zavalia, 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 Zavalia
Oh my father, give us understanding. Amastefen, give us understanding. Oh father, in the name of Jesus, we are prayed. Amen. Um, praise the name of the Lord. Um, we're just gonna go one step a bit back. Just to, there is something that precedes understanding. It's called wisdom. Is it the spirit of wisdom and understanding? Right. So, people, we are praying for understanding. You know, assuming that we have wisdom. Mm-hmm. Amen. So, uh, so you know, I just, I just got a prompting in my spirit. Some of us, we may already have that spirit of wisdom, so we are praying for understanding. Some of us, we haven't come in too fully the spirit of wisdom, so we'll not be doing justice if we don't go back to that one. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah. Spirit of wisdom is for warfare of navigating mysteries. Yes. Understanding is when you have come to the end of it. Yes. Meaning the mystery is no longer mysterious. You you chop Bible like it's biscuits. That's understanding. That there's no more mystery. The mystery may be concerning a topic. The mystery has been totally div- dissolved. That's understanding. That uh, understanding is excellence. That's when they gave Jesus a more excellent name than angels. His understanding he had. <laughs> Amen. It was, it was, he had a fuller understanding. Jesus has more understanding, full, complete understanding of God than angels, including Michael, the archangel. That Michael, you know what Michael means? Like God. <laughs> so imagine, imagine the understanding he has that when he comes, people will say he's like God. Imagine that kind of be. Imagine the kind of understanding. Have. Whereas Jesus obtained a more excellent name than they. You see, when you think of understanding, think about excellence, hundred percent. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. But before you get to excellence, Amen. Wisdom must be at work. Wisdom is the one that you be using to chew the cards. You be going through. Wow. Okay. Ephesians chapter one. Okay, so Ephesians chapter 1 and Colossians chapter 1, they are similar. I do not know that. It's wisdom that will start helping you. Amen? It's wisdom that will start assisting you navigate. Amen? Navigate scripture. It's wisdom that does that. Wisdom will help you to navigate scripture. Why? Because that scripture is a mystery. Amen? Scripture is a what? Mystery. Now, I don't know how to go. Give me your chance to explain this. And we'll just do our final prayer before we enter into the message tonight. Amen. I remember back home in Nigeria, if I, me- I remember correctly, the way when there was when there was lack of understanding, even when we used to go to the church we used to go to, you know, people don't, they don't put emphasis on Bible like that. They say, oh no, we just need to pray. And you just open, okay, we just open some simple scriptures. Maybe it's one that says that God is good. You know, that kind of thing. Which is, but do you know why? Do you really know why? It's because they are shying away from... Okay, I have a, a very good example. Let's go to Revelation chapter 12. 
and all of you will know this example. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Revelation chapter 12, verse. Just one verse, you know what I'm talking about. Verse 11. Revelation chapter 12, verse 11. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives. Have you ever heard that one? Anybody add that last one in there? And the, the, the reason they use the scripture, right, you know, most times it's for testimony, but that's not what it's talking about here. Mm-hmm. One of the, your testimonies, Christ formed in you. Yes, do you get me? Mm-hmm. But, you know, but it, because it connects with testimony, okay, no problem. <laughs> but do you get me? You see that somewhere, the reason why uh, people will say that, oh, don't go too much, don't just simple, keep it, you know, it's really because the thing is a mystery. Yeah. Amen. It's a what? And so, how many people, if you don't understand something, and you are trying, people that are under you, (laughs) you don't understand something, and they're asking you questions, you just say, well, let's just leave that one. Is that what you say? You know, it's not their fault. They don't just, and they are not ready to, because of what it takes, they feel what it takes to start an eating. What does it mean when it says, and they love not their life unto death? I beg, I beg, let's not leave. Let's not. He goes, ah, what does that mean? Does it mean, should I start? It doesn't mean that you come and die physically. It actually doesn't mean that you die physically at all. You can be alive on earth and you love not your life unto death. Because what is your life? Your life is not your flesh, your life is your soul, the constitution of your soul. What determines the program of your vision, yeah. your ambition? Yeah. Where, am I, where am I moving with my life? Yeah. Outside God, that's your life. Yeah. If you can construct your life outside God, that is exactly that's what we're talking about. That's your life. And all of us can do it. Yeah. I mean, of us, you know that. Some of us, we know that we can, last, last, we can construct a path for our life without God. When I'm talking, I'm talking about in the flesh. Mm-hmm. As far you don't sometimes God doesn't need to tell you which what to do in school. Mm-hmm. They are, you just gist with some advisors. They give you options. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Am I communicating? Mm-hmm. Huh? Mm-hmm. I, I'm not lying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, all like that. We have a program, you know. So it's there. We are just trying to see if we can trust God. In fact, many times we bring our program for God to come and bless it. Meaning we bring our life for God to come and bless. The life that God is seeing that is a... But I don't know, I don't know. That's not the message today. I don't know. <laughs> how, did I, how did I come here? I don't know to show you for an example. I don't know. I don't know why I'm talking to you what I am saying. God, people are online, so let's be careful. They love not your life unto the dead. This is what this brother is talking about. Amen. <laughs> I'm going to be very careful around this thing. Amen. Uh, but let me just tell you the secret. Let me just tell you the secret. Uh, let me just tell you the secret. Nobody has a life. We learnt it from somewhere. That's just that's the that's the secret. Mm? That's just the secret. From whence you were a toddler. Sometimes when I see how my daughter and my son they play, they get down. My daughter sometimes bullies him. You know that kind of thing. You know she is learning something already. 
I'm not communicating. He's already learning something. Then he will not want to pinch you, pinch back. He's already learning something. Maybe when he grows up, maybe an uncle. You can hear yeah, just some some just of people that who won't join me. My wife told me that when an uncle will give them beer, you can that can <laughs> when the parents are not around. <laughs> you get me? Those guys, all those things, what is happening? You are picking things. Yeah. I went to boarding school, I picked many things. <laughs> eh? Do you know that if I did then I was angry, but it was God saving me. They must expelled me from school in SS2. So they ended up reducing it to the the bothered me, so I won't be in boarding school anymore. And today I thank God for that thing. Because the trajectory of which I was going, if they gave me another one more year, you know, <laughs> in that boarding school, <laughs> it's finished. <laughs> so God quickly saw this boy has destiny. Let's arrange him out of this place. <laughs> eh? Yes, so that he can be in his father's house and his mother's house. That they be watching this boy. Jesus, wow! Are you serious? Wow! But I was no. When I then I was angry. I was vexing. But when I look back at it, I see, I see God's mercy. You know, sometimes you don't know some things until you after. I'll give you another example. When I came to collect my result, because bonus, you know, they bully. When you're a senior, you bully juniors. I thought I had the junior boys love me. I, honestly, I thought they liked me. I thought some of them liked me. Until I came to collect my results. Jeff was there. Many of them, like 30 of them, they were hovering around waiting for me. And I went to the second, I went to a canteen, you know, to go and eat in a, in a corner like this. That's when all of them had gathered. Oh, <laughs> I was like, I, I told this boy I was friendly. <laughs> I thought I was nice. You know, so Jeff was not holding them, was not talking to them, holding them. And I used that as a way to just escape. That's how I survived. <laughs> Honestly. Oh, it's not today that Jeff has been helping my life. It is that today. Oh, I can see it. Oh, my God. like, oh, Jeff, what did you do to those boys? I said, I don't know. Oh, my God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So you don't notice some some direction. This is what happens when there's darkened, there's a cloud darkened understanding upon a soul of a of a man. You know, you can even be born again with darkened understanding. Yes. And you can be doing God harm in the name of God. Mm-hmm. Meaning God's will is going in one direction. You you stand, maybe because you have place of water, you can stand against it and think you are doing God a favor. Excuse me, did Paul not think he was doing God a favor? Do you know he was thinking that after I finish killing all these Christians, by the time I get to heaven, go, Baba God will reward me. I'll be like Zerubbabel, all those, those men who fought for Israel. 
dark in understanding. Satan is deadly. Am I communicating? Satan is what? He's deadly. That's the reason why you need word of righteousness. That's Hebrews chapter 5. Word of word of righteousness to exercise for what? You're able to descend between what? So it means that without word of righteousness, you don't know what is good. You don't know what is it. Let's go there. Let's go there. Praise the name of the Lord. struggling with it. Okay. Hebrews 5.13 For everyone that useth milk is what? Unskillful in what? In the rod of righteousness. For he is a babe. Then 14 now says For strong meat belongeth to them who are of full age. So strong meat belongs to those who have used meat well. Right? Which is the rod of righteousness. Even those who by reason of use have exercised, have their senses exercised to discern both words. This is, are you not seeing, this, this incorporates with what Paul would say, work out your salvation in what? Yeah. It's in exercise. Yeah. It's the exercise. You can't escape it. I'm sorry. You can't, you, you, you can't escape it. You shouldn't escape it. Let me just let me put it that way. Do you get me? Do you know what God does in, in, the, in the absence of this exercise? Do you know what God does? God will raise church, the body of Christ, with some rules and regulations just to be keeping you in check so that you will make heaven. Mm-hmm. It's just to keep you in check, to manage you so that you can break, you can manage, you can break into heaven. That's why sometimes you see pastor is strict. <laughs> Do you get me? They have rules. Come, they, they say, come accountability, come at this time. You don't come, you minister, you know, all those kind of things, all those kind of rules are necessary to just keep, because keep the soul. It's not that, see, that, that, you know, it's not that those rules save the soul. They don't save the soul, but they discipline the soul enough that the soul will not do too much evil to enjoy spirit back again. Do you know you can kill your spirit again when you are a Christian? Many people did it now. It says that to show that they were not all of us, they came out from us. Spirit of the Antichrist, harvest souls. Yeah. <laughs> church too. Reset church. Amen. I, honestly, I won't lie to you. I've seen, you know, I, I do evangelism sometimes, right? And I meet people who are Christians who are not under local church. Do you get me? There's a difference. Yeah. Not as though that they know Christ. Not as though they look after we know Christ, right? But it's a discipline. Yes. There's a culture that has been beaten into us yes. as a result of the discipline of local church. Yeah. That if you don't have local church, iron sharpened iron also. Yeah. If you don't have local church, your soul can wander. Yeah. It's not that just, oh, your soul can. The soul that of that person who is in local church has the same potential. But something is keeping it in check, mm-hmm. holding it back. Mm-hmm. Every soul, <laughs> who can find it out? <laughs> 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 eh? 
if God, God who is past finding out can say, <laughs> he looked at God, he looked, is that not deep? God who is past, he looked at man's heart and says the heart of man is desperately wicked. Who can find it out? It means that if they don't keep a soul in check, <laughs> eh? what will happen? He can do, he can, he can just fly. He can go places. Amen. 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 Can go places. Just think about your imaginations. Yeah. Sometimes where you fly into in your imaginations. <laughs> Some of us journey in our imaginations. Then after like, well, I wonder, how did I reach there? <laughs> You get me? We journey far to far places that are unknown that shouldn't be journeyed to. <laughs> I, just our imagination. So, and then always, then you will know that maybe by the time you come for another meeting, they will now the thing will now manage it. Do you get me? And that's what church does also. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> so God is God is wise now. God knows God knows souls. Huh? So he knows that if you're at last last, if you're not ready for exercise, word of righteousness, I'll permanently heal soul. Mm-hmm. Then I'll put you under a pastor that's iron fisted. <laughs> hmm? Sound like Bishop Oyedepo. <laughs> then you look at his face alone. <laughs> the pastor. I see all those covenant boys, they are straight. <laughs> There are some demons that cannot come into Widow's Chapel. I think only people will physically slap them. The demon. He has not even that one lady was saying, I'm a witch for Jesus. I am going to slap the girl. And it's not just, you know, the whole congregation knows now you can't come with that, that kind of demon and enter his church. Better just leave the demon outside. Arrange yourself. I see that. Whenever I see those winners, I see Covenant Boys, I just see Oyede Paul in there. That man did a very, very, especially in that university, did a very strong job. They all have very similar character traits. Not many of them. (laughs) He did a very strong job. And not even with the word of righteousness, with this knowledge that we're handling. Amen. But with the discipline, even discipline of the spirit, discipline of faith. Milk faith. It was milk faith he used though. Do you know? Do you know how I know? His father in the Lord is Kenneth Copeland. Yeah. Whose father in the Lord is Kenneth Hagin. Yeah. So his faith, you see, Redepo preaches faith. Faith comets. That was the first time I heard it. Mm-hmm. He was preaching in the US in Kenneth Copeland's uh, church. He said, Faith comets. You know how you say it? The thing stayed. You can't forget. And I remember too clearly because Pastor Ayo was my, was my house that day. Yeah. Well, I think he came to visit. Maybe we just had a baby or something. So that's when we were listening to the message together. So yeah. And the thing was so strong. His face alone. <laughs> the things I it, you know how I say that in many often. It, that's that thing. <laughs> it has not gone. I'm not really for what saying. By hearing and hearing. Kai was teaching about it. He was teaching about hearing of the Holy Spirit, teaching like the, the scriptures. <laughs> Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. So it means that it's very clear that soul needs school. Yeah. Amen. 
And if the soul is not ready to enroll itself in school, if God gets you born again, He will enroll you in a school that will at least keep you, keep the darkness in check, so that the darkness will not will not manifest too much. Because if you if your soul manifests its darkness too much, eventually it will kill the spirit. Amen. Do you know what it means to kill the spirit? Do you, what makes your spirit alive? I don't know. The message I started, I don't know how we. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, okay, I don't even have a message. <laughs> Start it. <laughs> so this must be only goes me or forgiveness to the message. I like communicating. Uh, amen. Who made your spirit alive when you got born again? The Holy Ghost. Amen. There's one thing our Father says. Hagen says a lot. He says the Holy Ghost is a perfect gentleman. Mm. He doesn't stress. He will be there. He will be dormant. Who will want in the Holy Ghost life? He never leaves you. He's just there. Just dormant. Because something happened. He, he gave you the example. Tell me, you remember there was a time he gave you an example? He said that there was a time the Holy Ghost told him to do something. Something simple. He did not do it. Mm. Holy Ghost was quiet for a long time. He was wondering, ah, why are you quiet? <laughs> well, since all this while, uh, you maybe you think maybe you have moved on. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing with God is that He can it's step by step. If you yeah. He can't move past this step if you have not obeyed the step. Yes, yes. You get me? Yeah. Can't move past if you are not obeyed this. I'm not even saying that to scare you, but I just say I just just tell you the truth and how, how the operation works. So for weeks, for weeks the man was dormant and Hagin is a is a father in the Lord. He talks to God. He talks to the Holy Ghost every day. For weeks, he had not been talking to the Holy Ghost. Ah, uh-uh, He knew something was wrong. And, but he couldn't imagine, man. He couldn't immediately equate it that there was something the Holy Ghost told him to do that he did not do it. He just thought maybe, you know, maybe those little things. He just thought maybe the Holy Ghost had moved on. So he too, he moved on. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, us, we can be quick to move on. Eh? So, Amen. 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 So what happened was that can I sit here? So what happened was that Hagin, Papa Hagin now caught asked Holy Ghost, why have you been quiet all this while? You're missing in my life. Holy Ghost says what did he say again? Is it I remember? Yeah, remember Yes, he said, remember what I told you those weeks ago. That he, want, he, he wanted you to do it. Do you get me? And then Hagen was shocked in the fact that, ah, but you, you know, do you get me? He could have been t- saying it now. Do you get me? He could have been saying it. Holy Ghost could have been telling him that, come and do this, come and do this. Do you get me? But Holy Ghost wasn't doing that. Then, and not just that example, in several other examples, Hagen now came to the conclusion that Holy Ghost is a perfect gentleman. Mm-hmm. He won't disturb you too much. Yeah. If he says that you're not changing a certain direction, it's not that like he will leave you. You're born again, he won't leave you. But he won't disturb you too much. He'll just stay there quietly in you, waiting for the day. Peradventure, you will change your mind. Mm-hmm. And in, do you know, in that all that period, you can still be hearing Revelation. You know, that's different. Mm-hmm. He will still be teaching you. The reason why he will still, he will still be hearing Revelation is so that he feels that with the teaching, he'll be able to build you up enough. That you'll be able to see you're wrong and be ready to obey what he told you to be obey before. Mm-hmm. Am I communicating? Mm-hmm. 
So that's how Holy Ghost is. Now imagine that kind of being who is f- like almost frail. A dove. Mm-hmm. Are you seeing a dove? A dove is different from an eagle. Dove is a, is a frail bird. That's a dove. That's Holy Ghost. It's frail. Hmm? Father did not want to send him home. Jesus had to go and pray the mm-hmm. Father. You know, there are some gemstones, there are some, some things that are so precious to you, you don't want to give it out. Yeah. <laughs> you take a son who has died on the cross and shed his blood because you sent him to come and pray. Mm-hmm. And you cannot release that. Okay. That's why they now say, both of them now agreed. If you, any sin, you can sin any sin, it will be forgiven. But if you sin against the Holy Ghost, it will not be forgiven. It's because of his nature. Is a frail bird. Is a is a is a holy is a holy bird. Is a holy bird. <coughs> Am I communicating? Yeah. So it means Holy Ghost can be in your spirit, man, and because of his nature, he can also be enduring. He endures men. Nobody has suffered like him. Wow. Imagine all the disobediences of all the church since a thousand years. God. Enduring and staying, and he's not living, he's staying inside that your spirit. Some people are cursing God and he's staying inside us because they are born again. <laughs> huh? Some people, when God wants to do something, they are actively fighting against his will, but he's not, he's not complaining because they are born again. I'm coming, let me finish, and I, you can say your question. So, he's staying there, enduring. Now, a time will come where. You know, Paul will say, do not grieve the Holy Spirit. Yeah. It means a time will come where you can keep doing that, keep doing that. And after a while, he will stay. Holy Ghost will be ready to stay. But after a while, Father can tell Holy Ghost, leave. And you know what makes your spirit alive? It's that Holy Ghost. It's not that your spirit is alive. Let me just tell you. Yes. He says, who is joined with the Lord is one spirit with him. It's the spirit of life. Romans chapter 8, the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. He's the one. When you say, I have the life of God, you are boasting. It's Holy Ghost. Yeah. Don't over boast. It's not you. <laughs> it's called the life of God. It's not your life. They call it the spirit of life that's in Christ Jesus. So, it is no one saved forever saved. Although once you are born again, it's difficult for you to kill your spirit again. Because that Holy Ghost will not leave. Except God tells him to leave. And should I show you one nature of him? Genesis chapter 1. He is actually the most he's actually the most obedient. Am I communicating? He's the most obedient being of the Godhead you ever see. In fact, all of them they have that nature. Holy Ghost will not do one thing until Father talk. He has the ability to do it too. Let's see Genesis chapter 1. Verse 1. Are we there? Amen? Amen. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. Don't worry, the message is still for me. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. The earth and the earth was without vo- form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face. He didn't do anything, no. He was moving upon the face of the waters. Until verse 3, and God said, God said, but he, who did? Hmm? Who did? How do I know it's the doer again? 
Remember when they, they formed man from the dust of the earth? Who actually came to breed the bread life? Who is that? Spirit of life. That's Holy Ghost. I can prove that in the scripture if you want me to. In Revelation chapter 11, the two men who died, who died, who were preachers, who died, then God sent the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of life, and He breathed into them, and they got up to their feet. To prophets. So He's the breath of God. He's the breath of life. Amen. Amen. He can endure. He's the one that is causing his own breed here. People will say, There's no God. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's only because I can see it so pretty. <laughs> men are wicked. Are you seeing desperate wickedness? Mm-hmm. Somebody is the one that is even causing you to talk. And you're using the talk to cause him. Are they not, are they not worthy of lake? <laughs> if it's me, I'll put that there. I think I'm done. Say, long time ago. <laughs> talking anyhow. Uh, even the speech, the talk, the breath, so you know it's breath you used to talk to. Yes, yes. Who gave it to you? The one that, you know, you know very uh, medical people know the way your heart is beating, then you breathe that pump, that arrangement. <sighs> and God put enough proof on this earth that is God. Mm-hmm. Hmm? Amen. 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 Shall I just give you a proof that is God? Quick one. Hmm? As of how many of us knew Bemi? We've known Bemi for a while. As of January this year, how was that Tommy? What happened? It's not a mystery. Is that not ter- a terrible mystery? Yes. In a few months, a a, a being of life will come, we cry, begin to move. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's like content. Are you, uh, uh, did I do baby well? Uh? <laughs> uh, amen. amen. A being that was not existing before. And then people will now go, oh, uh, is the father and the mother that created? Okay, how did they do? Oh, yeah, come and tell me how they do it now. How did they make the baby now now form? How did they now put the whole thing and then the baby now has limbs and has eyes and has nose and has mouth? That right from when the baby comes out, the mouth is working already. The son now come and tell me there is no God. Are you mad? <laughs> You see, people are mad actually. Yeah. They are not okay. Yeah. <laughs> huh? You know, Satan has been trying to recreate that process for years in the lab. Including <laughs> 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 whatever. But last, last, even when they want to do it, they now still take God's creation, take the spa, take yeah, egg. Yeah. They have to take God's material. <laughs> and he has still not succeeded. Kai! Yeah. And he has had that many years, thousands of years. He has not, he has not worked. God just, just did it. He does it every day. Mm-hmm. Children are the heritage of the Lord, and the fruit of the womb is his word. 
No wonder Antichrist hates. He says, and he shall hate the the the, the love of the what's, what's the word? He shall hate the reward, the love of women. Women, yeah. Yeah, something like that. That's what in Daniel. Yeah. But, well, that's in nature the Antichrist. They hate babies. They hate yeah. children. Mm-hmm. It's because they don't know how to remake. Do, we do that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't know, and they know that they, it's because men are blind. But they know the moment a man's eyes is open, we we'll just see that wonder and know there is a God. Yeah. Yeah. We just see that wonder. Imagine. How many years before there was no Ellie, there was no Javier, there was no Tito, there was no there was no Josh. Am I communicating? Amen. Your daughter, right? It's a wonder, it's a terrific wonder. It's God that can do that. Able body babies. They are ready. And they grow well. They get me. But something you just give them because they are actually growing. You see, I just see some of Otito's characters, his nature, his mannerism. Yeah. Well, where did you learn it from? Yeah. I don't I don't get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what did they code inside your blood? I wasn't there when they were coding the blood. Mm-hmm. For the life of a being is in his blood. Yes. God put some genetic codes. Some of us who have studied genetics in school, you, you realize that it's letters, they use these words yes, yes, yes. that form of the genetic, the, gen, the DNA, that send for the information to determine how you will be. Yes. Are you seeing where it all comes from the word? It's word, it's instructions. Kai. Yes. Man is wicked. Men's hearts are wicked to deny God. They are wicked. We will not deny God. I will not deny God. No matter what happens, no matter how maybe it looks like the flesh things are not working as maybe all your vision and your vanity vision has projected it. Amen. Amen. We will not deny God. God is too good. I like that kind of being. It means, you know something, it means you should love that kind of person, that kind of being. You know, you know, there's one thing I found about God. Is it is a ever present help in the time of need. Mm-hmm. There's something about there's something about him. There's an advantage he has that this world has blinded us to such an advantage. May God give me image to utter it. There's an advantage that God has that this world has blinded our eyes to see the advantage. What's the advantage? You see how God is a creator. He can give baby. It means he can create. It means if somebody is a creator, it can make things out of nothing. It means that you don't really need for you to be happy and sustained and satisfied. You don't need to see that there's six figures in your bank account before you are happy. Because you have a friend who is a creator. Who collect those things that be not as though they are. You see that? Who makes the impossibilities possible? So by that nature of his wealth, so there's an expectation. It, it, it is an expectation that if you know somebody who is so wealthy, and his wealth is not that he can show you his bank account and say, okay, this X I have, no, I have. No, that's not his wealth. His wealth that is that when you need it, come and ask me. I will manufacture it for you. Yeah. I don't know if I'm communicating. Yeah. That's his wealth. He's a creator. <laughs> And he likes to create. 
that's by nature is a creator so he likes to create so imagine a generator that is working that has so much power to power the whole house and they are not using it you get me it's wasting away so God is, you know what God was saying? For I desire mercy and not yes. sacrifice, and the knowledge of God more than burnt offerings. Yeah. He's saying, Come and use my power. Yes. Come and use my, I'm, my gen, I'm a generator who is emitting power, emitting energy, grace energy. Come and tap into it. That's one thing, that's one, that's one secret we don't know. And the enemy knows that secret and uses it against us and against God. Can I just hear a little bit? Yeah. Let me just hear a little bit. So, imagine. So, if I know that this being that is my enemy is a creator, is a generator of grace, grace energy. He just, in fact, eh, eh, before you even get to him, in his presence, not not him, his presence, there's joy, there's grace, yeah. there's energy. <laughs> so it means that. Him still is seated on the throne. Every day is emitting energy. He's emitting grace that men are not using. <laughs> Amen. So if you love him, come and use it. Come and use what he's producing. Come and use it. What God is looking for is men who will be using his life to live. Not their own life. And the enemy knows that. So the enemy now constructed what we call your life. <laughs> what is your life? How to live? I can live my life by myself. I can construct my life by my strength and by myself. So we already have that vision, that plan, that ambition called our life. Amen. And the, the end of coming to God is losing that life. Mm-hmm. Amen. The reason why we don't like to go there is because that's the end. Mm-hmm. And the process of coming to that end is the word of his testimony becoming your testimony. Mm-hmm. Amen. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, as Paul will say, my gospel. That's how a company of people now say, my testimony. Really, it's not their own. No. In Romans chapter 1, it was whose gospel? The gospel of Christ. Then Paul now called it my gospel. It means it became my testimony. That's the same way it should be. So when you are coming to the blood of the Lamb, you are receiving testimony. Because the life of a being is where? In his blood. So when you are coming to the blood of the Lamb, you are coming to life, testimony, what is speaking in his blood. Then as you are coming to what is speaking in his blood, a time will come when you have received all the blood, all the testimony, all the genetics in his information genetics in him. Then what will happen is that it will now become my testimony. Meaning what is in Jesus' blood is now also in my blood. Is this too high? Are you sure? I'm feeling bad or somewhere. <laughs> Amen. I don't know. I'm feeling honestly. I'm feeling bad somewhere. So maybe as we oh God will help us. I will come. I will be coming down. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Now what is in His blood is where is in my blood. Then in what will you now say that you now say the word of their testimony, meaning my testimony. Now, Amen. 
Can we finish that thought? Revelation chapter 12. Let's see it. I want to show you guys something. Amen. I pray understanding. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Revelation chapter 12. Just quickly. Verse 11. Let's read that again. Revelation chapter 12. Go ahead, Ephraim. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb. Okay. And by the word of their testimony. Okay. And they did not love their lives to the death. Now, pause, guys. See. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb. Comma. Slowly. They overcame him by the blood of the Lamb. Comma. And by the word of their testimony, then semicolon. Is it, is it that? It means blood of the Lamb. What of their testimony was what empowers you yeah. yes. <laughs> to love not your life, yeah. amen, until the death. It means that you cannot love not your life until the death, just like that. You cannot just say, I love Jesus, I'm going to lay down my life. It's not possible. <laughs> Why? Because as you are saying, I love Jesus, I'm going to lay down my life, your life is speaking. And you don't have an alternative life. Because where is that life? In your blood. The information in your blood is the one that is speaking. Amen. So what will happen is that you will now come to the blood of the Lamb and begin to learn the information that is in that blood, which is the Word of God. Amen. Remember how, you know, we've already correlated this thing. Scientific, science, with some people who have done genetics. By the time I was seeing the RNA, when they are sequencing genes, are you seeing it's called disinformation that the RNA, those sequences, send to your blood, send to your body on how you should be. Amen. Yeah. Those chromosomes, those RNA, you got it from your father and your mother. Then they, the ones that mix well, they now is like they click well. They are the ones who now have the expression that will send information. Are you seeing? So it's a knowledge, it's a word. Is an information that is sent forth on how you should be, how you should express. So God was not lying when He says the life of a being is in His blood, because your DNA, your genetics is in your blood, and it's what informs your expression how you are. And if it's information, hmm? even in genetics they talk about mutations that over time as you are growing, people actually change. So you can mutate. Maybe I, I don't know for some reason they say those things, the, the, those things happen. Your 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 genetics can change. <laughs> yeah, if it's mutate, mutatable, amen. Even according to the low scientific understanding, how much more according to the spirit? It means God can change the sequencing of your DNA, of your genetics by pumping you with another kind of information. Am I communicating? Mm. Huh? By what? Pumping you with what? Another kind of information. Which is which one? The information in the blood of the Lamb. And as that blood begins to flow, as that information begins to flow into your soul, into your body, into your bones, into your blood, it begins to change you. And it's a process. So essentially, all of us are mutating. 
Amen. We that another okay, let me use the just the plain English. What the Bible calls it changing. Yeah. Am I communicating somebody? Uh, huh? Can I prove this to you? It's in the Bible. This whole ministry is a ministry of glory and change. Ah change, changing. As we behold as in the glass, the glory of the Lord, we are changing into that very same image. From glory to glory. Amen. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. The message has come now. (laughs) We should just praise Jesus. (laughs) It has landed. Amen. (laughs) Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hi. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, from verse 6. Second Corinthians chapter 3, verse 6. Who also, are we there? Brother, say amen. Who also had made us able ministers of the New Testament, not of the letter, but of the Spirit. For the letter kill it. It means the letter is not able to do something. The letter cannot penetrate into when, when change needs to happen. So, what the le- how, how, let me tell you how the letter kills. The letter is not able to penetrate into where changes needs to happen. So, what happens is that the letter will enter your brain. You will now think you know God, whereas you don't know anything. Yes. Now, if I approach two people, let's say, praise and Femi. I come to them and I preach a word. As Femi is listening to me, he already knows God. So he's just, he's just confirming or adding to. <laughs> As I'm saying the words, Femi just, because he already knows, he feel, maybe he thinks he already knows God. Yeah. Do you get me? Whereas praise knows that she doesn't know God. Mm-hmm. So who, where is the message going to enter? It's going to enter there. Mm-hmm. Because this one feels like she doesn't know God at all. Mm-hmm. So she has open hearts to receive it. But someone who has letter means the heart is closed yes. to receive spirit. Yes. That's why the letter kill it. Yes. Because it gives you a false understanding of uh, spirituality. Yes. Or is it actually religiosity. Let me just put it that way. You would think you and God are good. <laughs> but you guys are far. Mm-hmm. <laughs> eh? Today's own is almost sophisticated. Some people would like to blame the Pharisees, but today's own is even almost is even more sophisticated. Because that was actually the problem of the Pharisees. Mm-hmm. Say you don't pour new wine into old wine skins. Oh, they say they will argue with the new wine with their old, and they will now at last they will now conclude that the old is better. So imagine preaching to a Pharisee for three years. You don't wasted your life. That's why the Bible says, for out of the mouth of babes, you ordain praise. Whenever God wants to do stuff like that, it has to do with new wine, something new. He always typically finds souls that are not hefty with old wine. Because you use the old to argue. Yeah. You know, in nature, we do that all the time. And everybody listen to a message. Say, oh, okay, I know that scripture, so you could have said this one now. But you know, you'll be calculating the person who is. They get me. And we just had that one recent case of that. It really pegged. 
lu. Ada satu trend apa ni? I like that. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. So you won't be profiting. Amen. So imagine the rest of the congregation are being saved. You, you know, you think you know something, and the knowledge is, is you will not be and you not be assimilating because of what you already know. Praise the name of the Lord. So the case I'm talking about actually is not really letter case. You know, sometimes when you feel you know and you have not really known as you should know, it also becomes a veil. Yes. Yeah. I just everything, you know, everything with God can be a veil for the next level in God. Mm-hmm. Jesus was doing miracles. Those miracles became a veil for Christ, yes, yes. for learning Christ. Yes. Yeah. 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 People said pursuing the miracles. Yeah. Whereas he wants the reason for the miracles is to move up mm-hmm. to teaching. Yes. To draw your soul closer to teaching. But you see how people can just generate their just circle their life around miracles. Yeah. And then anybody that they comes with Bible to teach, they say, oh, um, I bring it, we need down, we need some more power, bring another minister. What is this? Again, they'll be talking anyhow against the reason for the miracle that you are searching for is the thing that we are bringing. So, that Jesus operation, comforter operation. Can be a veil for Christ operation, teacher operation. Mm-hmm. And the last one, Christ operation can also be a veil for Son of God operation, meaning mm-hmm. obedience. Praise the name of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That one is that one now is a fine line. I don't want to go into it. Mm-hmm. But you can you can know God so much and be settled there that you are just a knower of God, knower of God. And you are not ready to take that last step yes. to obey. Yes. Because knowing God is acceptable. Mm-hmm. Doing miracles, signs, wonders, evangelism is good. Mm-hmm. Knowing God is acceptable. Mm-hmm. Now obeying God is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Mm-hmm. Praise the name of the Lord. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Ah. I wanted to, to, I want simple, but the, the way they are pushing me back to some of these things, I don't know, I'm sorry, please, I'm just, please, just, I'm sorry. Uh, if you need to go back and listen to this message again, please do that. If you have questions after, come and ask the question. Amen? Yeah. Uh, sorry, I, I really wanted to make it simple. But maybe that's why they did not give me a message, because they know what they wanted to do. <laughs> <laughs> they had their own plan. Can we go to Romans chapter 12? to God. Father, we thank you. We give you praise. We give you adoration. Father, I just sense in the spirit that this is an introduction to many waters to come. Yes. Amen. That's what what I'm sensing in the spirit. So that's why they are just bringing it like this. Uh, We are touching many things that we're going to break down over time. 
Yeah. So they are just uh, tonight. Really, is the, is the, actually the beginning of a new season. Yeah, as you, you can see, you know, sometimes even in the flesh, in the physical, you see the the thing will also show. You get me, even in the physical. But tonight really is the beginning of a new season. That's what I actually got. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's what I actually got. Actually, the beginning of a new season, and it's going to wash us into convention and even bring us down even to the end of the year. When we are going to close with our worship night. I'm going to have that worship night event. It's going to end. It's going to close. There's a season that's going to come with many waters. Uh, and at the end of the season, you'll be fattened. You'll be blessed. And it's the reason for the prayer of understanding. I don't want it that by the end of the season, some of us are still lame. You get me. And, and then, you get me. I, I know it has happened in time past where some of us have missed seasons. Because understanding wasn't full. So I don't want this to be our case again. Amen. So that's why we are going to be increasing prayers for understanding to come, understanding to come. And if you're having, having questions or having struggles with the messages, you see, let me tell you my honest heart. If they left me to preach, I'll just preach something simple. That they did not leave me alone. And thank God they did not leave me alone. Amen. Because now I understand that this message is just like, it's like the water has broken. The broken water and then there are many things that are going to come. But when, he, when the water has broken, it appears like it's a rush at first. As many waters, like many waters at the same time. These things are too many. All over. No, but just, just endure, please. Just manage. Over time, you, you will not regret it. We'll be breaking things down as, as sessions are coming. Saturday, Life Within Life is Believers Convention, all these things are coming. We'll be breaking these things down and you will not regret it at the end. Amen. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Romans chapter 12. Amen. I, be- I beseech thee, you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a what? Holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. You know, many times we have understood it to mean that, okay, be holy, don't do this, don't do that. Okay, that's good. That's a generic understanding of it. Amen? Do you know what this actually means? Present your bodies, a what? Living sacrifice. Holy and acceptable. Let's read verse 2. You begin to see what it means. It's talking about we It's talking about what? The will. Amen. Amen. Can we read verse 2? And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may, may prove what is that good. Good is holy. Acceptable and perfect will of God. So, it means present your body a living sacrifice <laughs> to do something. Hmm? So be presenting your body. So be using your body to do something. What should you be using your body to do? The will of God. From good to acceptable and even to perfect. You see, for a man to get to acceptable, you are saved already. Mm-hmm. 
it will take love to move into perfect. Because perfect one is perfect one is is when you are in when to do perfect when you are acceptable, you're already coming into knowing all of him. And so meaning you're almost receiving reward fully. To do perfect is just out of that you love him. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. It says, present by the mercies of God. I beseech you, I beg you. Present your bodies in living sacrifice. Holy Lord, I say, unto God, which is your reasonable sacrifice. And be not conformed to this world. Now, glory to God. The thing is many. I don't know. The thing is many. It says, and be not conformed to this world. But what? Be transformed. It means you cannot do the will of God if you are canal. Yes. Yes. If the world is in you. Do you know what? It will become burdensome. It will become grievous. Why? Because there's another weight inside you. So will of God weight. You won't be able to carry it when the world is inside you. God knows all, knows all these things. Knows the answer to all these things. How do I know this? Let's go to first. John chapter 2 from verse 15. I'm going to slow it down a bit now. Wherever we finish, we finish. Well, they're just broken waters. Amen. I'm going to slow it down. So, praise the name of the Lord. God will grant us understanding. First John chapter 2. Are we there? Verse 15. Who is there can read for me? Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Mm-hmm. For all that is in the world, the loss of the flesh and the loss of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. Yes. And the world passeth away, and the loss thereof. But he that doeth the, the will, will of God, God abideth forevermore. Uh, Can you just read prayers for two minutes?
So can you trace the love of the Father in that scripture? First John chapter 2. Who can help me? Who can trace the love of the Father in what we read? From verse 15 to 17. They answered what the love of the Father is. The will of God. Hmm? The will of God is what the Father loves. And it says that if any man loved the world... The love of the Father is not in him. It means that there is no space. When you love the world, you won't, the space is not there for the will. Will, another word for will, vision of the Father. Well, another word for will, uh, vision, ambition of the Father. Another word for will, hey, I'm looking for a desire of the Father. Now, do you know why? The world informs your will, which is your life. So when we go to God with our vanity prayer points, where is it coming from? The world. Sorry, did I say, was that too? Uh, as you continue. Okay. Sorry. I'll take it for you. Let me be corrected. I don't have anybody here. Properly. Amen. I have to be merciful. Anyway, the ones that come in. Amen. Are you serious? <laughs> Okay. Okay, I'll ask baby. <laughs> Amen. Praise, praise the name of the Lord. So, the love of the Father is the will of God. Now, will means desire of God. So, do you know why do we pray? What are we praying when we pray? Our desires. You know, the prayer that God will answer your heart's desires. What, what does that mean? Your will. Your heart desires is your will. And most times our heart desires came from the world that we are exposed to. Yes. Yes. Are you seeing how there won't be space? Because you already have, you already know what you want. You already have will, you already have desire, you already have vision of where your life is going. 
that God was not inside. So you come to God. Do you get me? And maybe you, you now say, I'm going to fast and do a uh, night vigil because I have certain desires. And then it says the expectation of the righteous shall not be cut short. But really, those desires are not righteous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get me? So, but we present the, the case. Are you seeing? Are you seeing the other? And it's not, don't blame anybody. We've all done it. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know how I learned that, that, that this is not what we wanted? I, I tried to do it one day. Hmm? I think so. A lady said, Man of God, minister the, the, the program, and on my head, because of the, the, come on, the, this thing, right? I came up with seven things. Come on. <laughs> and I was serious. I wasn't joking. If you, if you call me at that time, I'm not picking your call. <laughs> seven things. And so they don't have a night view. So I finished praying. I know, they were praying about other things. So I now want to get God home. I was like, you know, I didn't have time to really pray these seven things in this video. <laughs> so I was now doing a vigil after a vigil <laughs> at 2 a.m. in the morning. And I was serious. And the kind of anger I came with that night. Holy Ghost knew. Where so, <laughs> <laughs> Holy Ghost told me, he said, don't worry, you'll pray your prayers. Okay? Can I just share a little bit with you? That's what he the the vexation. <laughs> so he just he said, Can I just share a little bit with you? And so he started teaching me from 2 a.m. to about, I never saw clearly, his wound that that reminded me at 4 55 a.m. So he goes, I reminded me, How about those your prayer points? I was like, I'm going leave that. <laughs> It's called sweet fellowship. How do we do It made me drunk. I forgot how to find that point. It's the one that was not trying to remind me. <laughs> like, you know, me as though, you know, you just, you know, initially you told me that I should, I would still pray just to chill. I would say, so it's the one that I reminded me. I'll find me It's called sweet fellowship. Then I, after that day, I don't began to really know that man. This so actually wasn't really interested in. It just out just out of mercy, just managing us. Yeah. And really, if you see those seven prayer points, I mean, <laughs> if God answered those prayer points, <laughs> I won't be here today. I'd have blown. <laughs> I, I thank God in no answer it. I won't enter eternal life. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I have to be honest. Mm-hmm. I won't. Mm-hmm. No, hi, you know me. You know me. I like. I look at face. You know, so I can't think. Think big. It wasn't a small thing. It wasn't just little, little girls give me job here. No, it was blow. I thought that you fly. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. So, if anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in you. You won't be have capacity to be able to carry out God's will. And let me tell you, the end of it all is for real. I'm not lie to you. 
the end of it all is for we. But what God now did was that God is too wise and is infinite wisdom. Who can phantom it? What God now did is that God knows that He can't just do His will like that. So He now phased it out. He did phase one, good. He did phase two, acceptable. Then He now did phase three, perfect. He knows nobody can just jump to perfect like that. Yeah. Yes. No matter how you shout and sing, I love the Lord, and I live <laughs> You can shout all the shout, but that one, perfect. I'm not talking, you know, I'll, don't worry, we'll go into it tonight, a little bit, as far as we can. Good, acceptable, perfect. But that one, perfect, because of soul, will not allow you to do it. Mm-hmm. To do perfect, you must lose your life. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm? For Jesus, the perfect will was what? The cross. It was just a physical symbol. For us, it's not physical dying on the cross. But it's the same dying. <laughs> Meaning, your life. Jesus was just a symbol to show you what it is. For I am crucified with Christ. Also. To show you. So, the, say, I, Paul said, I don't want to say anything but Christ and Him crucified. And he was talking about perfect will. <laughs> Amen. He was talking about perfect will. Because Jesus didn't really die. He's not alive today. So he really just came to, he came to show something. And what he came to show was that that thing called your life, the end, the perfect will of God would demand it. Yes. When you come, let me tell you what, when you come, and that's going to the end, but when you come to perfect will, it will be a clear choice between your life or disobedience. Or this, wow. this particular obedience. Because he would take that to your life. He would demand it. Yeah. And it's not as though that God designed it that he would demand it. It's actually his enemy who designed your life as directly against the perfect will of God concerning you. That guy is dead now. I'm not lying to you. I was telling some of us that when they say maybe God has a, a, God has a, a gift thing for you that you are going to end up being. You know, when I was, uh, as I began to pray a lot, and I, I, I found out that what God wanted to bless me with was a wisdom. Was wisdom. Mm-hmm. That's what I was coming to me. And so, do you know how, do you know what Satan did to my life growing up from when I was young? Mm-hmm. I learned how to be wise. <laughs> but who's not God's wisdom? <laughs> are you seeing, are you seeing the enemy? <laughs> so he will now design your life. As you are wise. <laughs> Do you get me? Yeah. Directly against what? The one that God wants to bring. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And that's the thing we don't know. So when God is saying to lay down your life, it's actually out of love. It's not, and maybe, 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 let me not say, I say maybe if I was, if I was just like, you know, lots of people like who, who are polit- politicians, <laughs> who represent uh, political people for office, and say, okay, rather than what is this way, maybe we should, there's a way you can what is that, sound nicer, and more palatable to. So maybe if I was there, one of Jesus' advice was, I'd say, okay, don't say it, I'll tell them that it goes in your life. Maybe there's a way we can say it. <laughs> so that they will be able to receive it. I don't to other business. He <laughs> just said it like it is. <laughs> <laughs> because really, what happened was that the enemy specifically designed us as against doing 
the perfect will of God. Mm -hmm. You're pleasing God. Because who, whose enemy is the enemy? God. It's not you. He doesn't care about you. So you are just another dog, but you can give God pleasure. Yes. So that's what he hates. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I like what he hates. You can give God pleasure. So I will design you as against pleasure. Mm. Yes. That's, yeah. That's what he did. Yes. So I began to find out that. So I now, the thing was now difficult. So now to now learn God's wisdom, I now have to unlearn my wisdom. Mm -hmm. All those my street smarts that the enemy was grooming me in boarding school. I had to take boats to a papa. I was a businessman selling things, phones, what? books, all kinds of things. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you the story. Huh? You know there's something they put in, in transformer. It transforms that to mercury that you can use to produce fake money. Did you then know it's supposed to be? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was the one there. Are you saying industry? Are you saying an industrious mind? Wow. Was building it as a gaze so that if I now think I say I, I don't need wisdom now, mm -hmm. I don't need God's wisdom. Mm -hmm. And the only way God will bring his wisdom is if I unlearn, I kill all that satanic wisdom. You know, that was Jacob and God's fight, too. Yeah. Jacob lent wisdom of the supplanter. Mm -hmm. So, when God is a supplanter of the supplanter. <laughs> So God raised Levi. Ah! Hi! Levi supplanted Richard. Jacob's wife! 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 Is that it? Don't do it. Don't do it. Okay. No problem. God raised that man. So now God can raise a hard man for discipline. To beat out the wrong things I did. The wrong foundation. Yes. Yes. They had to. Before Jacob could become Israel, that thing needed to go. Yes. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we're not dealing... Well, if we know the kind of enemy we're dealing with, full of wisdom, perfect in beauty, mm -hmm. I'm not exalting him for any. God is greater than him. Mm -hmm. yeah. He gets me. I'm not exalting him for anything, but we have to know who he is, what he does. Yes. Yes. Hmm? Now, the reason why you can't... You know, some people will say, Ah, oh, well, Satan, already overcoming, we put him under your feet. But why are you still living his life? Okay. You see, I say, Satan, macha, macha, but you are doing his life. You are living his life. You are doing it. What he taught you in this earth. How to steal, how to kill all those wisdoms. How to all those things. So it means that the person you are dealing with, you just don't overcome him like that. It's not just easy. Am I communicating? Let me explain a little bit more. And there are many things. 
your strength. For the sacrifices of God are a broken spirit and a contrite heart. You actually have to come to a place where you lay down your strength because by strength shall no man prevail. Mm-hmm. You know, you can use your strength to hunger and test for righteousness. It's, it's, part, it's good, it's part mm-hmm. of it. But when it comes to the last one, to perfect, you can't use your strength. Mm-hmm. You must have lost your life. That's your strength, called your life, mm-hmm. to be able to do perfect. So tonight, the emphasis is not on perfect. Amen? So you say, praise God. The emphasis is not on perfect. Because, yeah, because we know that to do perfect is not easy. I'm not, I'm not lying to you. If it was not easy for Jesus, excuse me, who am I? <laughs> to do perfect. Uh, it wasn't easy for me. Someone they just say, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. He was still contemplating it. Mm-hmm. He said, not my will. Take this cup from me. Yeah. Yeah, not, it means that that thing is not easy. That last one. What does it mean? Take this cup from me. Then it now says, "Not my will, but your will." Do you know what, what I was fighting there? Life, yeah. life. Not my life, but your life. <laughs> you see, that's the last one. And they love not their lives until the death. That was the discussion of Jesus and the Garden of Gethsemane. The final crucifixion of my life for exchange for God's life. Mm-hmm. That's perfect. Amen. Amen. But you must be empowered for that one. Mm-hmm. And the empowerment for that one is what you are learning called Christ. So the moment Paul, Peter said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God, you know Jesus knew it was time to go and do the last one. Mm-hmm. You want to check the scriptures. Yeah. Immediately after, he started cursing the Pharisees. Yes. That brought on fire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was ready. Before you know it, a few, a, a few, a chapter or two after, he went and he says, "It's now time for me to go to Jerusalem." Peter now says, yeah, "That will not go." <laughs> Master, that no, Jesus now says, "Get it behind me, Satan, for thou savest not the things that be of God, will of God, but the things that be of man." Yes. Even though he was Christ, it was still, it was still a challenge. To do that last one. Because that last one involves your life. The final giving up of your will. Let me just say, let me replace, let me not, hey, so me being a nice English guy, if I was, if I was to tell Jesus how you want it, I'll say, this is the way you want it. <laughs> I say, they love not your will. Oh, see, we die. Amen. But But that's that's what it really means because your will is your life. Yes. Amen. Amen. Ah, uh, can I prove it to you? Yes. Yeah. What inspires you to get up every morning? Is your will, meaning your vision for your life. Amen. Amen. If you didn't have the vision, you won't get up now. Mm-hmm. Amen. If some people, do you know what, do you know, you know how it's difficult to be, let me just, I'm trying to use the one that everyone is renowned, doctor. You know how it's difficult to be a doctor? The years you take in study and school. It means that what must, what must it be inside you? It must be a very strong vision. To endure where all your mates are graduating after four years mm-hmm. and start having jobs and making money. Mm-hmm. Whereas you, you are not going to start, you are going to, you are just going to go and read your own cards. Can I be once? And yet, I am not going to go and start another four years journey. You know how you'll be tough for some of those guys. But what will keep them? Vision. Life. They are seeing, so vision means they are seeing the end of the reward. 
for the joy set forth ahead of them. So them too, they are enduring pain of the studies. Mm -hmm. Am I communicating? Mm -hmm. So all of us have such a vision. And vision is what drives you. Mm -hmm. Amen. Mm -hmm. Am I communicating? Is, am I lying? Mm -hmm. So really, it's not that you get up in the morning that you are living. What really, what, what it means your life is what drives you. That's your life. Are you with me? It's what drives you that is your life. Your aspirations for life, your hopes for life. Amen. So, do you know there are some mothers, I don't think I'm from Nigeria, there are some Nigerian mothers who, because really their life did not go according to their vision. Their children will now become their life. They will now start planning your life for you. <laughs> yeah, just they want to die to I'm just three years old now. Why is so they are trying to live their life through you. Yeah. So they are watching your life, and so really you are now becoming their life. You know that children can become idols for parents yeah. Yeah. a lot of the time. It means your life. So, since they can't live out their vision, they will now live out the vision through you. Mm -hmm. But what is still what is still happening? Life. life. That vision is still life. Yeah. Yeah. So why do discipline you? They will flog you. They will say you must go to the best school. All these things. They want to get all those things. It's still coming from a place of life. Mm -hmm. Amen. And God can use all those things because God reigns in the affairs of men. Satan too also fights in love the things that be of men. Are you saying I communicating? But God can also reign in those affairs. But there's another one that is separate called the will of God. Am I communicating? And that one too is a life. Amen. Oh, glory to God. Now, what is another name we call him? God. Another name. Father. You see how I just use example of parents. So he too is a parent. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So he too is a parent who also has life. Mm -hmm. Who has a vision mm -hmm. for you. So you are living your own vision. He has his own vision for you. It's called Book of Life. It's recorded in the Book of Life. It's the story of your life. Yeah, lo, I have come, as it is written of me, in the volume of the books, to do that we know God. It, that, that volume of the books is the volumes that record the vision of God. Am I communicating? The vision. So Jesus found God's vision in the books. And he says, I've come to do it. But yet, when he came to the last one, he was, he was still the contemplation. Mm -hmm. Not my will, meaning not my life, mm -hmm. but your life, mm -hmm. oh God. Are you saying will is life? That's what mm -hmm. I'm saying. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Am I communicating? Yes, yes. Amen. Is, is this okay? Yes, yes, yes. Am I okay? Yes. Okay. Uh, because so what am I saying? Will is what? Life. life. How do I know will is life again? You know when you see some people that, you know, when they pray, you see the passion, they cry, they're crying. They are praying to, they are wailing to God yeah. in prayer. Why? It means their life has not panned out as they wanted it. Mm -hmm. Meaning they have a desire, they have a will as they are expecting their life to be. Mm -hmm. And it's not meeting, what is happening in the body, in the flesh, is not meeting up with their life. Mm -hmm. With their desire, also with their will. It's the same word. So what did they now do now? We 
you see that? They will now wail. What's the wailing for? God, come and bring my life to pass. So this life thing is a very deadly thing. It drives a lot of passion. It drives most people. They will never, whenever if you say, "Oh, let's pray for eyes of understanding." Amen. in the name of Jesus, in the spirit of wisdom and revelation. So when they say your vision, is their love is their life you are on the only way it's like some of you in house were praying tonight that was house please i was happy <laughs> because so that's how i was trying to say let me indulge you people because i know that money. maybe if i did it two years ago let's pray for me to understand people don't be looking at me i don't be quiet can we just hear the word i'll be good <laughs> Well, they were praying. Yeah. They were praying. Actually, I'll tell you, they gave me an instruction we should pray to them at 7.30. That was the instruction they gave me. But they, they, know, they now added the calf yet. Do you have to do that? He says, but if you guys cannot, it's okay. <laughs> 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 if you cannot, it's okay. <laughs> I wasn't sure. You get me? But at least they thank God they say because it's okay. <laughs> but they understand us, amen. They understand us very well. They understand us because it's not about you can't force people to be passionate about something that is not their life. That they don't love yet. So it's not their fault. When the people wail for those things because of their life. But not for when the things that matter. What you have to, what has to be done is that it needs to be taught until they now begin to change passions. Mm-hmm. You now lo- start loving not love not the world. That's the changing of the passion. As because you have a love, every soul has a love. As you are loving not the world, what is happening? You are loving God. <laughs> it's changing the direction, the trajectory of the projection of your love is changing. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah, somebody. Amen. Amen. God is good. And God will want us to change. Amen. See, we're reading that 2 Corinthians chapter 3 also. It's a ministry of glory and change. Second the wheels and glass, beholding the glory of the Lord, having changed from one glory, one glory to glory. It's a ministry of glory and change. It says it's there. Let's see it there. It says it's right there. Quickly. So I can continue. The ministry of the New Testament is a ministry of what? Glory and change. It says it right there. A little verse 7. Says, but if the ministration of death, written and engraving in stones, was glorious, so that the children of Israel could not steadfastly behold the face of Moses for the glory of his countenance, which glory was to be done away, how shall not the ministration of the Spirit be rather 
glorious. For you, the ministration of condemnation be glory, much more does the ministration of righteousness exceeding glory. Now, we'll go down a bit. 2 Corinthians chapter 3. 2 Corinthians chapter 3. I'll go down to verse 15. It says, But even unto this day, when Moses is read, the veil is upon their hearts. Nevertheless, when it shall turn to the Lord, the veil shall be taken away. Now the Lord is that Spirit. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. But we all with open face, beholding us in the glass, the glory of the Lord, are what? Changed. So they're talking about a ministry. Ministration of the Spirit. Ministration of righteousness. Ministration of life. What was the purpose of it? For change. Change from what? Change into the same image. Amen. They will change you into the same image from glory to glory. Amen. So it's a ministration of glory and change. Or you can just only call it a ministration of change. Then into glory. <laughs> Amen. Because they will first change you into the same image. First. Then when you are in that image, you now start moving from glory to glory in that image. Am I communicating? So something must be changing. Evidences that you are changing, you start seeing that your passions begin to change as well. Yes, yes. Even your prayer points begin to change as well. Mm-hmm. You get it. It happens. It happens all the time with us. When your prayer points begin to change as well. Because what's happening? Your desires are changing. And it also means that your will is changing. And what does that also mean lastly? That your life is changing. Hallelujah! Amen. Amen. And it ought to change and change and change until what life we are living? The life of God. That's Romans chapter 12. Present your bodies. As living sacrifice, meaning let your bodies be instruments for the life of God. Yes. yes. Hey, yeah, Given thy daily bread, it says, uh, for our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in as it, as it, it is in heaven. Amen. Amen. You know, coming to perfect will is almost like if you be oh, it's like you are doing. If God was on earth in the flesh, that what you will be doing. Yes. Yes. Is that what Jesus was doing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then in that same first John chapter two, right? It says, if anyone if we claim that we are abide in Christ in Him, we should walk as Jesus walked. Yeah. How did they walk? I only do what I see my father do. So if the father was on earth, what would he be doing? The same thing that Jesus was doing. The same decision-making process. The same judgment. The same movement. Lo, I have come in the form of those who do thy will, Lord God. That's what Jesus was doing. It means that if the father was physically in him, what's the love of the father? Christ. The will of God. So so if the father was physically in the flesh, what would he be doing? The will of God. And what was Jesus doing? The will of God. Uh You see the demand of Romans chapter 12. It's not just about you know those things. <laughs> it's more it's, it's more sacred. Yes. Present your bodies. Come and submit it. And so that when your leg moves, it's will of God that is moving. Kai! 
we'll get there. Oh. Amen. You know, to get when you get there, that is what they call eternal salvation. Yes. Because who is saved? Who is salvation? God is who is eternal life? God. They want true God and eternal life. Yes. <laughs> that's what they call to get there. That's why you now say, let's see that first John chapter 2, verse 17 again. It's very clear. I who is one. Who wants to read for us? Any blessing? Are you there? No? Okay. Okay, let me read. And the world passes away and is lost thereof. But he that doeth the will of God. He that doeth the will of God abideth forever. You see that? He that doeth the will of God is not of eternal life. Mm-hmm. So it will take doing will mm-hmm. to have life, to have eternal life. Mm-hmm. In fact, it will take doing will to have life. Then you will not take perfecting will to have eternal life. Mm-hmm. I have come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. You see, will, will, will. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. Now I want to come down. Just give me another 30 minutes or so. I want to now come down. Mm-hmm. I've been preaching because they open waters. Because I, mean, I want to now condense and come down. Amen. Mm-hmm. And I'll show you how the will of God is in phases. Mm-hmm. Amen. And in every phase, you are receiving a measure of life. Does that help somebody? Mm -hmm. So, we've spoken a little bit about the perfect will. But, I'll kid you not. Even though you want to do the perfect will, you cannot do it. Mm -hmm. You cannot do it. Until what happens? Until you have been raised. Amen. Mm -hmm. I don't know if we'll be able to cover that tonight, but you maybe eventually get to it because who is the power of God? Christ. Christ. It means that knowledge, acceptable, mm-hmm. is what the power to do the last one. Mm-hmm. Is the power to do the last one. The reason for all your knowledge is to do something. Mm-hmm. It's not just to know. It's to use the knowledge mm-hmm. as strength to carry out something mm-hmm. that ordinarily no man can carry out. Mm-hmm. That's why Christ knew. The moment that revelation came, that was the Christ, the Son of the Living God. He knew, he knew now he had the, he had the strength. Amen? Because who, who, who do I say Christ is? I call him the knowledge of God, not so, the wisdom of God. Now the Bible says a man of knowledge does what? Excellence in strength. Oh, I mean, can you see the scripture? I see Bible, a man of knowledge does what? Excellent in strength. So who is Christ? Strength. Yeah. The power of God. Shall I put it to you again? Mm-hmm. Let's go back to Revelation chapter 12. It's there. Kaya yaya. Kaya. Minister failures. Verse 10. So now it's called salvation and strength. and strength. So strength, okay. And then next one, and the kingdom of our God. Uh-huh. And the power of His Christ. So salvation is tied to kingdom. Strength is tied to Christ. Power of His Christ. Those are synonyms. 
Hmm? Mm-hmm. Amen. I don't have time, so I won't. But kingdom is in. They say when you enter the gates of the city, salvation is our gates. Mm-hmm. It shall call our gate. I know our gates praise and our wall salvation. So kingdom, salvation is tied to the kingdom because God placed salvation in Zion for Israel's people. That's psalmist. Hmm? Amen. In Revelation 21, you see the lamb in the city. He's the salvation. But then there's also something that comes out of him that's called Christ, what he says. And that one is power. Another word you can use to call it strength. And the man of knowledge excels in strength. So that one is what? Knowledge. Yes. So knowledge is what? Strength. And no man can obey God to the uttermost without strength. Yes. Are you with me? Mm-hmm. Amen. So I just tonight, are we seeing the will of God? How it everything is for the will. The, the whole purpose of every all things is for the will. Amen. Amen. But God saw our nature and frailty and so that I can't just come and give my will to blessing. Mm-hmm. She won't be able to do it. Mm-hmm. I have to take blessing and give blessing good. Mm-hmm. Build her up slowly so that she can then give her strength. Amen. Mm-hmm. Because man thinks, men, we think we are strong. Mm-hmm. But it's a lie. We're actually weak. Mm-hmm. We're very weak. Mm-hmm. Even that pride is a weakness. Mm-hmm. The people don't know that pride is a weakness. Mm-hmm. Why people are proud is because somewhere they are dying inside. They are, they are afraid of something inside. Mm-hmm. So they want to look big on the outside mm-hmm. because they are small on the inside. Mm-hmm. It's actually a weakness. Mm-hmm. But Christ is strength. So God knows that. So now to save blessing. And then, what will they do? They will now have to start giving her strength. But even before she can even be ready for strength, they have to do something else. Amen. Mm-hmm. They have to weaken her strength to make her weak, mm-hmm. to receive God's strength. That's the reason for the good. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. Am I communicating? Can you give me 25, 30 minutes more of your time? Mm-hmm. Amen? Mm-hmm. It's very important for tonight. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen? Mm-hmm. Praise? Are you good? Pedrota, are you good? Mm-hmm. Also? Mm-hmm. Alright. Uh, Romans chapter 12. Hi. Glory to God. Then I quickly went into the restroom and took that break. I was, my mind was like, ah, God, it didn't as many. How do I manage this thing? He told me to take my time off. <laughs> I'm not like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't worry, we'll finish, we'll finish in 30 minutes. Guys, said over time, mm-hmm. you will be coming to us. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. Because God wants us to begin to understand good, acceptable, mm-hmm. and perfect. Mm-hmm. It's all in the Bible. Mm. It's all in the Bible. Amen. Mm. Are we ready tonight? Are we ready? Mm-hmm. Are we ready in the house? Yes. Amen. So let's read Romans chapter 12, 1 to 2. 
Who's there? Are you there, Sarah Femi? Okay. Are we there, everyone? Praise God. Go ahead, sir. I proceed you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Verse 2. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Yes, I'll just spend the rest of the time to just teach good and acceptable. Amen. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Amen. Good and what? Mm-hmm. And acceptable. Are you ready? Um, John chapter 14. Now, remember we. What is we? Desire. Mm? Vision. So when God communicates, so I can imagine, I tell you my will. Okay, I want you to do this. To you, what is it? It's a command. So will. How does God com- communicate his will to us? By commandments. Am I communicating? So let's begin to see that process here in John chapter 14 from verse. You see it's a process of good, acceptable, and we'll just cover that one for tonight. Amen. If you love me, do what? Keep my commandments. Who is talking here? Jesus. Jesus, because it's in red letters. He now says, and I will pray the Father. Hmm? I say, so there will be a prayer. He will pray. So, but what? why would he pray the Father? Because you are keeping commandments. So you have done 15. Then he announces, then and I will. So and means because you have done 15. Because you have you have done what? You have loved me. You have kept my commandments and I will pray. I will now pray for the next level. And he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you. Between good and acceptable days, there needs to be a prayer. Because the transition of good to acceptable is the eyes of your understanding being enlightened. The, the transition of being acceptable and perfect, there's no prayer. That one is obedience. One is just go and do it. <laughs> you just, just use the strength and do it. There's no, they don't pray there again. That one is now up to you. Submit your strength and do it. <laughs> Amen. But for good to acceptable, they need somebody needs to pray for you. Hmm? Now, do you know why? Normally, to the English sense, which one is better, good or acceptable? Good. Good. Am I communicating? It means let me tell you, let me tell you something about the package. Acceptable and perfect are closely related because you have eyes in the spirit. Good, you don't have any eyes. Good, you are just doing what generically people understand this service, loving God. Mm-hmm. You don't need eyes to do good. So in good, you are not yet really relating with God as a spirit. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's the difference. So that's why you need prayer. There's a bigger demarcation between good and acceptable than acceptable and perfect. Mm-hmm. There's a bigger gulf in distance. Because, in fact, the way God reads it, God starts reading it. Because God is in perfect realm, right? What God is saying is acceptable good. 
meaning most holy, holy place. And then what? Outer, are you saying the word? Outer court. It means there's a wall between the outer court. Hi! There's a wall between the outer court. There's a physical barrier between the outer court and the holy place. But there's no physical barrier between the holy place and the most holy. It's a, it's a cutting. Okay. It's a cutting. But is it, so when they talk about the temple towards your holy temple, I will go. That temple, the temple, when you open the door, enter the temple, you enter actually enter the holy place. Mm-hmm. But when you enter the gates on the outside and you come into the compound, that's the outer court. Mm-hmm. Are you saying there's a so there's a big demarcation mm-hmm. between good and acceptable? Mm-hmm. In good, you are able to have spoken with God. It's just a generic understanding that mm-hmm. out there we know that this is good. Yeah. That's how good it is. So for to transition it from good to acceptable is actually the most major milestone because they have to now open your eyes to bring you into a temple. Does that make sense? Does do we does everyone here I just want to make sure I'm okay? Does everyone here understand the concept of the the, the heavens? The outer court, the holy place, mm-hmm. and the most holy. Mm-hmm. I can use maybe we most of us grew up in Africa, mm-hmm. maybe in our parents' compound. Mm-hmm. You get me? To enter the compound, if you and just some maybe they have gate men or whatever. Those ones they don't enter the house down today. Mm-hmm. No, it's the children and the family that stays in the house. Mm-hmm. They can now be outside hanging out. People even have friends they will come and hang out there. They are in the compound. So that's the outer court. Mm-hmm. They are not family yet. So there's, no, there's a big difference. They get it. Mm-hmm. But then your parents have their upstairs bedroom, their chambers. Mm-hmm. But it's inside the same house. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. Is, did you get that concept? Mm-hmm. Are you with me? Blessed, did you get that concept? Mm-hmm. The concept of the, the tree, the holy place, the outer court, and the most holy. Mm-hmm. It helps actually. This, that concept is the way God designed almost all of life. Mm-hmm. You, do you know you are like that? You have an outer court, it's called your flesh, your body. You have a holy place, it's called your soul. And you have the real you, called your spirit, man. God designed us like that. After himself, him to his tree. That's uh, his trinity. So everything he was going to make, he made us in his image and like his trinity. He made a heaven to that likeness. Everything speaks of the glory of the Lord. Am I communicating? Amen. Amen. Amen, somebody. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So you see here, what happened was that I say, if you love me, John 14, 15, if you love me, you keep my commandments. Then all I do, I will pray the Father. That is exactly the same sequence as Ephesians chapter 1. Let's see if I mean. think you know where I'm going. Ephesians chapter 1. You see the same sequence there again. Yes, one two three. So after I've heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and love unto all saints, mm-hmm. cease not to pray for you, giving thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. That, you see? Yeah. So what did he begin to do? He started praying. He started praying after he has seen something. Yeah. 
The same way Jesus saw something, you are keeping commandments. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. I remember for good, his commands is not that they told you the commandments. They didn't say that the commandments I told you. He said you are keeping my commandments. Everybody is a generic commandment that everybody knows is good. It's good to serve the Lord. It's good to love your brethren. It's a generic commandment. Yeah. Look, the Holy Ghost doesn't need to come and tell you, yeah, me, are you loving your brethren today? You have to go and love this. No, you already know that one now. <laughs> Now what is exactly? It's a generic thing that we all know. They call it agape, not so. Mm-hmm. You know, it's everybody knows it. Mm-hmm. Even with that in understanding, we still know it. Yeah. You get me? So that's that's good. Amen. Mm-hmm. So what what's the good? It says, after I've heard of your faith, after I've heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus, in the Lord Jesus, and your love, and your love unto all the saints. Amen. Mm-hmm. Praise the name of the Lord. Mm-hmm. If they don't see that, they won't pray. Oh. I recommend you to you don't see that thing that you are serving in church, you are serving you may not do, you may not okay, apart from serving in church, you are loving your brethren. Mm-hmm. Do you get me? You are believing in the Lord. Mm-hmm. You don't see that they will not pray. Mm-hmm. You're watching it from afar. Paul was watching the Ephesian church from afar. Mm-hmm. Until one day they met this requirement. Mm-hmm. They don't see that I heard ahead of it. I don't just waiting to hear of it. Yes. When I now heard of it, I now prayed. Mm-hmm. I'm just following my master. Because that's how he did it. Mm-hmm. Say, I will pray the Father to give you another. Who they now called him? They now told. They now explained the one that he, he prayed the Father for. Mm-hmm. Let's see back to John fourteen. It wasn't just Holy Ghost now, as in what we understand as Holy Ghost, as in miracle worker. It was another dimension of him. Now. Spirit of truth. Let's see that John chapter fourteen. I think we're in sixteen or seventeen now. Yeah, I will pray verse sixteen now. And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. Verse 17, even the spirit of truth, mm-hmm. whom the world cannot receive, cannot receive, because it seeth him not, yes. neither knoweth him, yes. but ye know him, yes. for he dwelleth with you. But dwelleth now, what will he begin to do when he comes? Continue. Yeah, verse 18, I will not need not you comfortless, I will come to you, yet it will while, and the world seeth me no more. But ye shall see me, because I live, you shall live. At that day, as you sh- day, ye shall know that I am in the Father, and and um, ye are in me, and I in you. He that hath my commandment, and keep them. Keep them. Okay, so that's one of the next level. So, spirit of truth also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Spirit of truth. So, what, what is it coming with? Truth. truth. Yes. Mm-hmm. Amen. So, really, what is it coming with? It's not coming with the acceptable. Because after they've heard of your faith, meaning you're good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amen. After they heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and your love to all the saints. Not so. Mm-hmm. Was it not writing to believers in Ephesians chapter 1? People who already have the Holy Ghost. Yeah. But Holy Ghost at that point in time is not manifesting himself. As seven spirits, yes. a spirit of wisdom and understanding, counsel and my knowledge and fear of the Lord. All we know the Holy Ghost as at that point in time is that okay, we can speak in tongues, He can do miracles for us, He can be a comforter. Mm-hmm. That's what we know of Him at that point. We have not known Him as, a, as the expression, the one who brings content. Yes. Amen. The, the day you get to know Him as one who brings content is the day He opens the first wings. Wisdom and understanding. Yes. Then he now begins to be a teacher. Yes. Remember, the Bible says he will bring you into he will, will bring into you yeah. all remembrance yeah. of all things. Yes. So he's a teacher. Mm-hmm. 
But you know, like, most times, right? The first time you hear about Holy Ghost, we like him, we like him as this star one that, that moved me like this. Holy Ghost died. Holy Ghost said, I will fly like this, I will move like that. And it's okay, because that's all we understand him as. Yeah. As the ghost. You know, we like our go. Holy Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Move on the spirit. Yeah, you know, as one sort of we have monkeys, uh, we have monkeys, uh, uh, evangelism outreach, and you can almost, it's almost like you can almost physically see Holy Ghost. Yeah, you see the thing, the wind don't move like it will be falling. I say, hey, <laughs> you know, I like, I like it, so I like it now. I like that Holy Ghost. <laughs> oh, I like that pressure. You know what I mean? That's why his hand, you know, boom. You see, the the wind begins to move. There are, there are things out there, we don't just know. I've watched some of those men. We are bonky. I'm going to carry the power of the Holy Ghost. Maurice huh? Who is that? It's Maurice Fellow guy, too. He just died recently. Oh, really? Okay. Well, we are bonky. We are bonky. I think he just passed last year. Last year, yes. We are bonky. Oh, man, was, the man really tried for Nigeria, actually, in Africa. Mm-hmm. A lot of outreaches. Praise the name of the Lord. But you see, are we seeing? You see, this is what we all grew up with: the understanding of the Holy Ghost as that being who moves, who does miracles, who does signs, who is like a wind, who is like a ghost. But we never knew him that he has the spirit of what? Truth. Truth. Well, but what is his real name? What did Jesus call him? The spirit of truth. Jesus not really calling Holy Ghost. It's we who call him Holy Ghost, and this is okay because they also call him Holy Spirit in the Bible. But Jesus, to to Jesus is the spirit, and Jesus is truth. I am the way, the truth, and the life. Yeah. He says he will, they will take of that which is mine and give them to you. Yeah. So Jesus knows his original mission is a truth giver, mm-hmm. a storyteller of truth, mm-hmm. of Christ. Mm-hmm. Amen? Amen. But we, initially, we don't see that. It's until you now begin to see Ephesians chapter 1. Yeah. So, you know, many people, when they first saw this, they said, These people have come again. Spirit, another spirit. Mm. <laughs> you get that? I know some of you have another spirit. There's not only one spirit. This one spirit of wisdom, spirit of understanding. Mm. How many spirits are there? Isn't it just one spirit? Uh, honestly, I also thought the same thing. I said, one spirit. I, I, in fact, dragged this thing too far. <laughs> but it's out of ignorance. <laughs> ignorance. Mm. Amen. Mm. I also began to see it. And it's one, just think about it, he's a dove, right? Mm. A bird has wings. Yeah. If a bird doesn't trust you fully that you are, he's going to find rest in you, he will close his wings. Yeah. But by commandment, it's supposed to be there because you you are a believer. Mm-hmm. You are born again. Mm-hmm. So he will be there, but he will close his wings. Mm-hmm. But he will be there. Mm-hmm. Then the moment you now have starts doing faith, now start doing things that are like him. Because he too is good. That's it. He's good. That's it. He loves the bread and he loves the scent. If he did not love the scent, he will not stay in some of us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> me, I will stay with me, I will stay with someone. <laughs> uh, so when you begin to exhibit some characters of him, he will now be ready to open himself up more. Am I communicating? Mm-hmm. As truth, his true essence, mm-hmm. which begins the spirit of wisdom and understanding, comes the counsel mind, the knowledge and the fear of the Lord. Praise the Lord, so always. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah, somebody. Mm-hmm. Are, are we seeing these building blocks? Mm-hmm. Are we seeing what they are looking for? Amen? Mm-hmm. To get you ready for the next agenda of his way. Mm-hmm. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. So, what am I saying? It is God's will for you to have faith in the Lord Jesus. 
it is God's will also for you to love the saints. Is that not God's will? Mm-hmm. But it's not all of God's will. Mm-hmm. Hey! Mm-hmm. Am I communicating? Mm-hmm. Now, the father is a husband man, not so. Mm-hmm. When he sees that someone is producing fruit, what does he do? He will go and prune it mm-hmm. so that he will bear what? More fruits. So it is also is like that. So the moment he starts seeing some people are doing his will, even the initial stages of his will, his good will, what would they do? Praise the moment you see, they see you. You know, as people are like, oh, praise is, praise is, praise is, it's a, in church, it's doing things, the people want to know, praise, can you do this, can you do that? You know, that kind of thing. But as people are seeing you and thinking that you have the strength to do those things, God too is seeing you. <laughs> it's not only Ben that's seeing you. Who else is seeing you? God is seeing that, oh wow, this one is fervent Wow, see, see, see Chidima, wow, she has joined his prayers, she's praying in DG, she's doing this, she's doing that, there's one who's serving food here. It's not only men who are, who else is seeing you? God is seeing you as well. And when God is seeing you, Father, as a husband man, his mind is like, how do I? I like a libo man. <laughs> how do I extract more profit out of this vessel? <laughs> How do I cause it to be more profitable? To get bear more fruit. So then you now come and now teach. That's the next way of God. So after faith in the Lord Jesus, love unto all the saints. What's the next will of God? Knowledge, the acceptable. Praise the name of the Lord. I knew we were able to go past acceptable. I'm sorry, we haven't barely entering it. Uh, just permit me. Uh, just, today is just a new season. Something has begun. Mm-hmm. Something has opened. So you don't always, always stretch us like this. Amen. Mm-hmm. Just endure me, I beg. I don't always stretch us like this. Amen. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Are we ready? Mm-hmm. Are we ready for finishing? Mm-hmm. Are we seeing Romans chapter 1? Can we see Romans chapter 1? Now we're going to begin to see the commandment of faith. This is it. And now we can call it the acceptable. The commandment of acceptability. Acceptable. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. And this is where we are. Am I communicating? Amen. Am I communicating? This is where we are, or this is where we are coming into. If you are not here yet, then you are coming into it. Amen. You will see what I mean. Romans chapter 1, not so. Paul, a servant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle, separated unto the gospel of God, which he had promised afore by his prophets in the Holy Scriptures, concerning his son Jesus Christ, which was made of the seed of David according to the flesh, and declared to be the Son of God with power, according to the Spirit of holiness, by the resurrection from the dead, by whom we have received grace, an apostleship for what? Among all nations for his name. Yeah. So Paul was an apostle for a purpose. <coughs> for what? Obedience. So his calling was to preach men 
into obedience of the faith. That's his calling. That was Paul's apostle. You know when it says like make your election and call, that was Paul's calling. Paul was called into grace and apostleship to be a preacher, to preach men, to do God's will. Mm-hmm. But the acceptable mm-hmm. of God's will. Amen. Amen. Am I communicating? Mm-hmm. For obedience to the faith amongst all nations for his name. So he had been preaching to some people in Romans. Eh? So he told them his calling here. This was his calling. Now let's let's go to 16. Amen. Some of these people they began to see, they began to do these things. It means he had been he had what they had labored with them, they began to do these things. Amen. And you will see the end here. It's 26 and going. But I'm just going to read a few scriptures and we'll close. Because what did I say acceptable is? This one. Teaching Christ. Not so. So let's see clearly. Amen. So by obeying faith, you are obeying commandments. It's also a commandment. By obeying faith, what are you doing? You're obeying commandments. By obeying faith, what are you doing? You are doing the will of God. Another dimension of what? Of the will of God. Am I, are you still with me? Mm-hmm. Now, let, let me, I want to make it so clear. I want it to, you live here, it's going to be so clear. Mm-hmm. And it's so simple. Amen. I just want to see, see some of these men that he had been working on from Romans chapter 1. See what they are turned into. He was talking about, they were from verse 12. Romans 16, verse 12. Salute Typhina and Typhosa who labor in the Lord. Salute the beloved Persis which labored much in the Lord. Salute Rufus. He kept going like that. He kept going. Then later on, uh, it said, Salute 15 Philogovis, Philo, Philologos, and Julia, and Nerus, and his sister, and Olympus, and all the saints which are. So he was talking about saints who, are, who he has taught and brought up in this grace and apostleship. For what? Obedience. To the faith. Are you with me? Yeah. Then it now says from verse 19. Who is with me? What does it say in verse 19? For your obedience, whose obedience? Those men that you have been listing, those men that you have been teaching in the Roman church, for which he was had grace and apostleship. For what? Obedience to what? Where it is, it says, For your obedience is come abroad unto all men. I am glad therefore on your behalf, but yet I would have you wise unto that which is good and simple. You see, they were obeying faith. He now told them that there was one more wise to what? Good and evil. Remember? Mm-hmm. This is Hebrews chapter 5 now. So the reason for acceptable is so that you'll be able to be wise, to do, know what is good and what is evil, so you can perfect doing good. And that's the last one. So you, so, you know, Bible doesn't mean words. He was told them that they are doing obedience, they are obeying this commandment of faith, but there was one more. I will help you that you may be wise to that which is good and simple concerning evil. Now, let's move on. Now, but they were doing something. What commandment were they doing? This woman church. Obedience to the faith unto all nations. Now, 20. And the God of peace shall bruise Satan under your feet. What? Shortly, I've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. The God of peace shall bruise Satan as Christ. What you have been obeying when he's fully formed, he will bruise Satan under your feet shortly. Because peace, the peace of God, the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Colossians chapter 3. Amen? Amen. Now, finally, finally, verse 25. 
Now to him that is of power to establish you according to my gospel. In chapter 1, what do you call it? The gospel of Christ, the gospel of God. Now is my gospel. And the preaching of Jesus Christ. So my gospel is the preaching of Jesus Christ. According to the revelation of the mystery, which has been kept secret since the world began. Verse 26, but now is made manifest by the scriptures of the prophets, according to the commandment of the what? Everlasting God. What is the commandment of the everlasting God? Made known to all nations for what? For the obedience of faith. So it's a commandment. But it's actually, they didn't call it a commandment. They call it the commandment of the everlasting God. Mm-hmm. Hmm? Made known to all nations for the obedience of faith. What does, what, what does it mean, obedience of faith? Now, let it be so plain and so simple. Hmm? What, what does it mean? Can somebody help me answer? It's so simple. What does it mean, obedience to faith? Of faith? Yeah. Yes. Because that's how faith comments. Mm. <laughs> Amen? Amen. So the commandment of the everlasting God is that you hear mm. and hear the word of God. Mm. That's the commandment of the everlasting God. It's so clear. Because they call it obedience of faith. But you say, okay, you know, so you can be Samuel. As when you have that kind of, just say, oh, I just need to believe. I just, no, no. Believing comes by something. Mm-hmm. Hmm? Excuse me, how did you get born again? By hearing. By hearing now. Mm-hmm. Did you just wake up in the night and just, I believe in Jesus? Mm-hmm. Somebody preached to you, did not? Yeah. Did someone not preach to you? Yes. Mm-hmm. So if you began by hearing, why should you now stop hearing? Mm-hmm. That's one thing we miss. We began this journey by hearing. You continue it by hearing. You sustain it by hearing. It's the obedience. It's actually the commandment of the everlasting God. Yeah. Is this so clear? Is it so clear? So are you saying that right now, many of us, some of us, are either in the second wheel, the second dimension of his wheel, called acceptable, or are coming into it. And acceptable, the reason why they call the commandment of the everlasting God is that God knows that you'll never be able to obey Him perfectly without strength. Without the strength in the Christ in the world. Amen. So now, this is clear. This is how you present your bodies to Him. Holy and acceptable. Your reasonable service. Submitted to hear what He says. Mm-hmm. And after you've heard and heard and heard and heard, heard and heard and heard and heard, mm-hmm. then you now know the last one. It comes from hearing too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. You hear and hear and hear because who is speaking? It's him who is teaching you his ways. After a while, when he feels that his ways are settled inside you, his ways are Christ, then he will now tell you to leave his ways. Mm-hmm. Then you're not coming to the perfect field. So now, living his ways means he will tell you to do something, you do it. Now, if Jesus, who is our God, they gave him commandment and he did it, who am I? Mm-hmm. <laughs> if Holy Ghost, who is our comfort and our God, that he will not move until they give him commandment, until God says, is mm-hmm. a law amongst themselves that they are just trying to teach us, that's all. They live by commandment. So why should I not live by commandment? 
they themselves believe by commandments. Now, the God who says, what does he used to say? The Bible says, he exalts his word above his name. He will get upon his word daily to fulfill So what is commanding him? What is directing him? Is a law in the spirit. And that word, what is commanding that word? Is his father. Is a law. So if God is if God here, they are doing it. Who am I now say I don't say? I don't know because they're just training us how they live their life. They submit one to another. They lay down their life one to another. Though Holy Ghost can do everything he wants anytime he wants, but he won't do anything until God says. Come on. That Holy Ghost that is the one that will do room. Everybody will scatter on the floor. The Holy Ghost that will do things, create out of nothing, up from nothing, create the whole heaven and the earth. Yet he won't do anything until God says. Who am I? That's the reason for commandment. They are the ones who started it. Is their law mm-hmm. commandment? Can we begin to appreciate God tonight? Let's just give God praise. Thank you, my Father. I give you praise. I see that to pray after I want to just say the grace, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God. You dwell between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwell between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwell between the cherubim, shine forth.